This episode of Eat the Rules is brought to you by You on Fire. You on Fire is the online group coaching program that I run that gives you a step-by-step way of building up your self-worth beyond your appearance. With personalized coaching from me, incredible community support, and lifetime access to the program so that you can get free from body shame and live life on your own terms. Get details on what's included and sign up for the next cycle at summerinandin.com forward slash you on fire. I'd love to have you in that group. This is Eat the Rules, a podcast about body image, self-worth, anti-dieting and intersectional feminism. I am your host, Summer Inanin, a professionally trained coach specializing in body image, self-worth, and confidence, and the best-selling author of Body Image Remix. If you're ready to break free of societal standards and stop living behind the number on your scale, then you have come to the right place. Welcome to the show. This is episode 177 of eat the rules. And this is the season premiere of season six of this podcast under the new name. I'm talking about why I changed the name of this podcast, what you can expect from this season of the show and where to start if you're new around here. I'm also going to talk about what to do if you stare at yourself all day on video calls, because that is something that's been coming up a lot. You can find all the links and resources mentioned in this episode at summerinandin.com forward slash 177. Before we begin, I want to give a shout out to Tiny Christini or Teeny Christini, <laughs> who left this review. I love this podcast. There is such a variety of topics that I find absolutely empowering as a woman who has always tried to encourage others listening to the stories and advice from many different people makes me feel there is hope. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to hear that. That's what I want. I want people to feel hopeful. That's the point of this podcast. And if you want to leave a review, I would absolutely love it. If you did, you can go to iTunes, search for I was going to say the old name, search for eat the rules and then click ratings and reviews and click to leave a review or give it a rating and definitely subscribe to this show. You can subscribe via Spotify, Stitcher, Apple podcasts, or however you listen to podcasts these days. And if you haven't already done so, make sure you grab the free 10-day body confidence makeover at summerinandin.com forward slash freebies with 10 steps to take right now to feel better in your body. Welcome to the new version of this podcast now called Eat the Rules. If you listened to Fearless Rebel Radio, we had a name change. If you're new around here, welcome. But if you listened to the last episode of this podcast, you would have heard me say, that I was going to put this podcast on hold for a month, but it's been two months since the last new episode. And the reason for that is once I decided to make the name change, I decided I didn't want to do it like halfway through a season. There was no point in me releasing a couple episodes and then changing the name. So I just put the whole thing on hold until the name change was completely done and the new graphics were done. And I needed some time in order to do that. And I also take forever to make decisions. <laughs> I'm so indecisive. And historically, I have a really bad track record of choosing names. 
So I was really careful with this one. And I know that some of you might not like it and that's okay. I know it's not going to be for everybody, but um, it feels good for me. It feels good on right now. And uh, I'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. Uh, in this episode, in the season six premiere, I'm going to be talking about why I changed the name, what to expect from this season, where to start if you're new around here, or you just want some hot episodes to refer back to, or to refer friends to, and what to do if you are on video calls all day long because that is impacting the way we feel about ourselves, according to a lot of my clients and the people I work with, and just from what I've heard. And as someone who works online and uses video calls for everything, I can tell you, it is just not natural to look at yourself all day. So I'm going to talk about what to do if you do that. Before we get started, I just want to say that it is November 10th, at the time of this recording, the 2020 US election has just happened at the time of this recording. And I am so happy that that racist, misogynistic piece of shit of a human has been elected out of office. And I am so happy that Kamala Harris is the first black and first South Asian and first female vice president elect. And yes, I'm Canadian, but I'm an hour away from the border. I have family in the US. I have a lot of friends there. I have a lot of clients. I have a lot of listeners that care about you. And let's be honest, the US has a huge influence on my country and the rest of the world. And so, you know, we were up here, up here, just, you know, north of the border, watching intently and really watching what would happen. And I'm just, I'm just so happy that things have changed. I'll never forget in 2016, you know, when 45 got elected in and just the, you know, the horror of that and the way that that felt and, and um, being someone who's rather empathetic, just feeling that pain on so many people who were just triggered and felt like their humanity was, was violated with, with that election. And so it's just so lovely to have that gone. And here's the thing that systemically that is not gone, but the voice and the power of that horrid human being is 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 now going to be fading away which is which is lovely but that as i said that doesn't mean the work ends you know if you look at the results uh in terms of the demographics over half of of white women voted to reelect 45 and while I can't say I'm surprised. I'm disappointed that things haven't shifted in the last few years and that people are still willing to vote in favor of further hurting marginalized groups and to put their kind of individual needs, whether it be like, oh, I don't want to pay more in taxes or whatever, ahead of just other human beings. And it really just sends this clear message to people who are queer or trans or black or brown or other marginalized groups that your humanity doesn't matter to me. And it's, we, we just, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. And I'm saying this as a white woman, we're the ones who are responsible for making that change. And so we have a lot of work to do. And I'm, and I'm saying we, meaning if you identify, if you're a white person listening to this, if, if, if you are, if you are black or brown, you, you know, this is, this is on, this is on our backs to change that. And as I said, I know I'm Canadian here, but systemic racism is rampant here as well. And that, you know, 45 has stoked the bigot fires up here as well. Like there, there are 
the same kind of people, same kind of issues up here. And so all that is to say that there's a lot of work to be done and I'm celebrating and I'm aware that this isn't just the end and we can't just say, okay, you know, we don't, we don't have to, you know, make things political. We don't have to talk about this stuff anymore. No, we really have to continue to be political, if not louder. And we can't speak about dismantling diet culture and healing body image if we're not looking at it through that lens. Like it just, it doesn't make sense. Diet culture is rooted in anti-blackness and our body image, it comes from the layers of oppression that we experience. So it's impossible to disconnect the two. You can't preach acceptance when it's what for people and not speak to the fact that it's traumatic for some people to exist in their skin because of the way that it looks. And so, you know, this show will continue to be political, if not louder. And if the people you follow on Instagram or who speak about diet culture or speak about intuitive eating or talk about body acceptance, don't take a stand or connect those dots politically, then you really need to ask yourself, like, whose bodies do they really care about? And I think that, you know, I'm just being really critical about who I follow right now, whether it's like fellow business coaches or people in this sphere, if they're not speaking about these things or actively taking a stand, then I don't want to support them. Like I want to give my money to people who take a stand. I want to give my money to people who value humanity, who value respect for all bodies. And I hope that you consider doing the same. And again, I'm saying this from a place of privilege. So when I talk about these things, please go out and learn from support and give money who people from to people who actually have lived experience. That's really, really critical. And this past week, I've seen a few people with really big followings be silent or, you know, take a take a like, we don't talk about politics stance. And I think that that's utterly ridiculous. And it sends a clear message that profits are more important than standing up for other people's rights, and that they only care about certain kinds of people and not others. And I really, I refuse to give money to people who do that. And I know I can't be perfect there because sometimes I need to order stuff from Amazon and whatnot, but um, in the kind of small business world, I try to really support people who are connecting those dots politically and who are, who are taking, you know, speak out and advocate for the rights of others. And so I just wanted to say that because it's just really relevant to what's going on right now. And, and, you know, I don't, I don't think that Biden is perfect. It's so funny because up here in Canada, like he would almost be considered like more conservative, but because, because our politics tend to skew much more left than right. But um, anyways, it's better than what was there before. And we can celebrate Kamala and, uh, and, and move forward from there. Okay, let's talk about why I changed the name of this podcast. So for those of you that don't know, this podcast was created in 2014. That seems like so long ago, like eons ago. And I created it spontaneously. I created it in a week, just threw it together, like Googled how to start a podcast and literally threw it together. And so the name kind of came spontaneously and there was no real forward thought as to you know, what I was going to do with this podcast. And it it grew into this thing, it grew into like this extension of myself and like the platform that I use to really communicate and connect with people. 
I never really thought it was going to be that when I first started. And, and the name was just picked spontaneously. And as I said, historically, I've just had a poor choice of naming things. And something I found over the years was that it didn't really speak specifically to what this podcast was about. It was really hard to say. So I would meet someone new and they'd be like, oh, you have a podcast? What's the name of your podcast? And I would say, oh, Fearless Rebel Radio, but you have to spell Rebel, R-E-B-E-L-L-E. And I was like, what? (laughs) Like, this is just a mouthful. And it wasn't easy to remember. And I just grew out of it. You know, I just... I just look back to, uh, you know, I just, I start. it started to not fit me for a couple of years now. It took me this long to actually make the change, but for a couple of years now, like I was just like, oh, you know, I just, it's just not, I don't love it. I don't even like saying it. I don't like telling people about it. And that's a problem because I really do love this podcast and I'm proud of it, but it was the name that was really throwing me for a loop. And I really wanted something that wasn't gendered. So when I, when I, the way I had rebel spelt was like, you know, very sort of feminine, I guess. And I, I just, I wanted to kind of make this like neutral and, and not so binary. That was important to me as well. And so the, the two names that I had, it was between eat the rules and life beyond the scale. And I, had people vote in Instagram stories. Maybe you were one of those people that voted. And if you were, thank you so much. It helped me a ton. And um, there were a couple other names too, but it really came down to those two. And it's funny because I had Eat the Rolls and I really didn't think I was going to go with that for the name of the podcast because I sort of had that in my back pocket as something else. I, I wanted to use it for something else, but I threw it in the mix and like overwhelmingly people loved it. And I was like, well, I've always loved it. So I decided to go with that because life beyond the scale just didn't have the energy that I wanted. Like eat the rules is like, is just has that kind of rebellious energy. And it speaks to, you know, eating the rules, like anti-dieting, like you're basically eating the rules. It speaks to, you know, what I'm doing with clients in terms of like getting rid of like these rules and scripts that we've been been given about what it means to be a woman and a body and everything else. And it will allow me to evolve like it can sort of change and and sh- shape shift with me if I if I do change down the road. And so that's that's why I made that decision. And I've made another big decision just business wise. I got rid of my body image remix program. I still have the book, but I got rid of the program. Again, it was just something that I wasn't super excited about anymore. And I really wanted to focus on the things that made me fired up. I'm only working part-time because of I'm doing part-time childcare with my son as well. And so I, it really has forced me to be like, okay, you can only focus on things that really fire you up. And so all my energy is on my you on fire program and the handful of private clients that I work with. And so I just wanted to get rid of anything else that was taking up space or keeping me awake at night. And sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes we need to drop the things that are no longer serving us and really focus on the things that feel truly authentic and make us fired up. And so let that be your inspiration to do the same. So again, just thank you to everyone who helped me in this process. I just, it's one of those things I can't do alone. And it's not like I chose something based on other people's opinions. It was that I just really needed some other opinions in that because there are certain areas that I'm just not that skilled at. Copywriting is one of them. It's why I have a podcast where I speak instead of, you know, places that I write. Sometimes I can write really well, but 
you know, it's just not, not something that comes to me as well as, as some other things like coaching and speaking. This episode is brought to you by the Body Peace Conference happening November 19th and 20th. Body Peace is a first of its kind international virtual body image and eating disorders conference, creating a space where people can get practical training, inspiration, and information about eating disorders and body image. Every year, Body Peace brings together survivors, caregivers, and health professionals to learn from keynotes, speakers, and panels, as well as from each other. Body Peace takes place online through Zoom, so you can tune in from anywhere. And this year, Body Peace 2020 is proud to present speakers, including Virgie Tovar, Anita Johnson, and trainings for physicians, dietitians, and psychotherapists. Body Peace is a revolution open to all with registration available on a sliding scale and no one turned away for lack of funds. To learn more and to register, you can visit bodypeaceconference.com. And remember, this is happening November 19th and 20th, so get your tickets now. And so what to expect from this season is kind of the same thing. (laughs) I have some fantastic interviews recorded already with people such as Victoria Wellsby, who you may know as Fierce Fatty, who is a great friend of mine. And we talk about her experience on the BBC show, Who Are You Calling Fat?, as well as how to work through internalized fat phobia. I'm also chatting with Natasha Nagindi, where we talk about why the BMI is racist and bullshit. And you may know, you may know her as the thick nutritionist on Instagram. And then I'm also got a great interview with Victoria Albina, where we talk about healing from people pleasing and more. And so also have this really awesome interview with Louise Adams about just the way the pharmaceutical industry have propped up these, and I'm using this word in quotation marks, obesity organizations that are using the language of activism to like infiltrate like this and get their, get like the pharmaceuticals for weight loss drugs, like into the hands of more people. I don't know if that made any sense what I just said, but it is so fascinating. She's done so much research on it. And so I have this really cool interview with her that um, is coming up too. Um, And then I have a, a few more interviews scheduled for November and December with some amazing people that I'm super excited to get out to you. So there's going to be some really kick-ass interviews this year as well. I'll be back with several more of the body image series episodes. I've got a few ideas kicking around there that I'm excited to share with you because those were some of the more popular episodes from the previous season. And so where to start if you're new here or if you are looking for some places to go while the new episodes come out. If you haven't already listened to a great place to start is episode 174 parts one and two, which is my story. If you want to know who I am or why I do this work, that is a great place to start. Other really good places to start, episode 170 with Christy Harrison. It's Anti-Diet and Intuitive Eating 101. That one is so comprehensive in terms of why diets don't work and you know, why they're being promoted the way they are and the, the, the sort of bullshit behind things like, quote unquote, the obesity epidemic and things like that. So just really amazing, such a detailed, well-researched episode with Christy Harrison. We're talking a lot about like the intersection between race and body image and things like that. So definitely check out episode 169, Fitness, Racism and Body Image with Chrissy King. 
And then if you're looking for more body image support, I've got my body image series, episodes 158 to 163 specifically. They cover how to feel better in your body, the connection between intuitive eating and body image, and why body image work is so important in terms of healing into uh, into in towards becoming a better intuitive eater, detaching from the thin ideal, overcoming comparisons and more. And so those were all in the most recent season, the last season. And I think that they're like really good go-to episodes. There's a lot of thought that went into each of them um, and some really great guests there between Chrissy Harrison and Chrissy King. And so if you're looking for some ones to, to go back to, those are some amazing ones. And the last thing I wanted to talk about here was just what to do if you are on video calls all day. So this is something that's come up a lot recently with some of the people in my You on Fire program. You know, they come to me and say, oh, you know, I'm just I'm on these video calls all day. And it's just it's really just just either distracting or difficult to be staring at myself all day. Like I start to become self-conscious or I notice myself just fixating on like my appearance. And like, here's the thing. It is not natural to look at yourself all day like that. As someone who works uh, via video most of the time, and I would say that, you know, I feel pretty neutral in my body. I don't even like that. Like, it's weird. And it's distracting. And I just don't think it's healthy for anyone. And if you think about, like, if you were, if, if it wasn't COVID times and we were still meeting people in person, you wouldn't be meeting them in person with a mirror in front of you as well. Like that would be so awkward and strange. And yet that's what we're doing when we're on video calls all day. It's like having this mirror in front of you as well. And so even if your body image is rock solid, I still think it's a little strange. And I mean, maybe if, if, if you don't, that's fine, like to each their own. But for most people that I've talked to, it's very distracting and can cause you to kind of fixate on your body. When I'm working with people, there's two different ways I use imagery and mirrors. I think if people are kind of in that like mirror checking phase, that initial sort of phase of the process where they're really hyper fixated on the way that they look, then I have them take time away from really looking in the mirror. And we do a lot of work around what to do instead of mirror checking. Conversely, if someone is kind of feeling like every time I look in the mirror, I look and think like, oh my God, who is that person? Or every time I see a photo, I cringe. Then we work on with becoming more familiar with those images and actually using like either the reflection in the mirror or photos in order to heal and to really normalize how you look so that when you look in the mirror or when you look at a photo, you can look at it and sort of be like, oh, there I am. Like, that's me. And it's not this unfamiliar person because you've avoided it for so long. So it's always individual. Like I would never say to everyone like, oh, you should avoid the mirror or, oh, you should really, you know, do some work with the mirror or with photos. I think it's highly individual. It depends on your relationship to it now. And so kind of the same thing with, with like video calls for a lot of people. I think that it is like, maybe you want to have it sometimes, but there's a diminishing point of returns. I think that looking at yourself for an hour, two hours, like eight hours a day, that's really strange and odd. It's very different than like looking at yourself in the mirror for one minute. So for most people, I would say, you know, it's, it's beneficial to hide that view on video calls. And I'm going to tell you how to do that. But um, I just wanted to give some context to that because someone, when I talked about this earlier, someone said to me, oh, like it's actually really helped me become familiar with my image. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like that can work too. And you can use it in that way. 
But if you're finding it's distracting or you're finding it's making you feel worse, then there's a way to do that outside of when you're actually trying to have a conversation with someone on a Zoom call. And I'm using Zoom because I feel like that's the platform that most people use. And so I saved this in my Instagram stories because I do feel it's more of a visual demonstration. So if you want to see how to do this on a Zoom call, go to my Instagram stories, look in the highlights. There's one that says how to hide, I think it says like hide self view Zoom or something like that because it was too wordy. It wouldn't let me put it as an entire sentence. You'll be able to find it. I don't have that many highlighted stories and they're all incredibly outdated. I think they're all like two years old, something that's on my to do list. But real quick, what you do is when you're on zoom, uh, you just go to your image, there's that little menu with the three dots, you click on that, you click hide self view. And then you might you might still see your view there. And that's okay, just then go switch it to gallery view instead of I think it's called I can't remember what the other option is. But um, yeah, just do that. And it'll flip it over. And then you'll just see the person you're talking to and not yourself. And if you're using another platform, because I know there's a lot of them. Um, another thing to do, which this came from one of the brilliant members in my group program, they had uh, pictures of puppies that they put on top of their face. <laughs> so they did that using like just an internet browser. So they just opened another browser, and then put it in front of their image. Or if you're using like a phone or something like that, you can just put a little post-it note or something to cover it up. And again, this isn't to say like, oh, I can't look at myself, but it's just like, it's just really not natural. It's not natural. And I just don't think it's healthy for us to be staring at ourselves all day. It's so distracting and odd. So hopefully that helps you. Like, I just think it's really can have a really big impact. And I've been surprised at how many people didn't know that they could do that, that they could hide that view. I personally didn't know was actually Glennis Oyston who told me, Glennis Oyston of Dietitians Unplugged. She's the one that told me how to do it a few months ago. And I was like, you just changed my life. Not that it was like bothering me, but it's just, I find, I found it really, it's always just been really distracting. And so giving her credit for telling me and then me telling everyone here. So that's it for this episode. I got uh, the first interview episode going live next week with Victoria Wellsby. So stay tuned for that. And if you are looking to continue to connect with me, then definitely make sure you're on my email list. And you can do that by getting that free 10 day body confidence makeover at summer forward slash freebies. If you want to work with me, then get on the wait list for you on fire. You can do that at summer forward slash you on fire. And if you are a coach or a anti diet professional, so a coach, a therapist, a personal trainer, a dietitian, anything like that, and you want to receive support from me, either from, you know, business advice or stories from my experience as an entrepreneur, uh, or how to help clients with um, body image coaching, then I have a separate email list for you. It's summer forward slash updates dash coaches. I will link to that in the show notes for this episode. And I just send monthly updates with just lessons I've learned. It's pretty raw. It's pretty honest. It's pretty no BS. And, and also giving you advice on how to help clients with body image as well. So that is it for this episode. Thank you for being here. And thank you so much for helping me with this name decision. I'm so excited about this now. I'm so excited to say the name of this podcast, eat the rules. Maybe I'll get some t-shirts made. We'll see. We'll get some merch. I don't know. But I just want to thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for being here for all these years too. It's just amazing. And until next time, rock on.
I'm Summer Inanen, and I want to thank you for listening today. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Summer Inanen. And if you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts, search Eat the Rules, and subscribe, rate, and review this show. I would be so grateful. Until next time, rock on. Rock on.